You're listening to Monster of the Week with Timothy from ProDM, and we are back from hiatus, and this week, the devil is in the details. Not that we're talking about devils, though. We're still in the seas. We're actually just starting the seas uh, with the Cambian, but but the Cambian is sort of devilish, and their name doesn't work great for puns, so I went with devil in the details. Oh man, what am I going to do for devils? You can find the Cambion on page 36 of the 5th edition Monster Manual, usually described as the spawn of a fiend, typically a succubus and a, a mortal being. A Cambion is a winged humanoid fiend with, you know, tails and horns, kind of the classic depiction of, like, Satan, precisely what you'd think when you hear the word devil. Mechanically, they are a CR5 fiend. They have crazy ability scores, great saving throws, lots of skills, a big pile of resistances. They have a fly speed. They can add their charisma to their AC. They have a a couple of spells with innate spell casting. They have multi-attack with a spear. They have a fire ray power. And lastly, they have a fiendish charm, which lasts for a day and is otherwise similar to the charm on a succubus or an incubus. Yeah, that's the Campion. It's kind of like a, a tiefling plus, like a super version of a tiefling. I don't know much about this monster. I don't know if that I've ever actually used one. So I'm excited to learn more about them and tuck into the mechanics and the lore behind the Cambion. Speaking of the lore, we're going to start with the history of the Cambion going all the way back to first edition. The Cambion first appears in the Monster Manual 2 for 1st edition, which was way back in 1983. Uh, They're weirdly specific in the entry about how a Cambion is created. They are specifically the offspring of a female human with a male demon. Demon, specifically, not devil. They've got sort of two classes of Cambion. There's the Major, and then there's also the Baron slash Marquis. So it really kind of feels like three classes, but the Baron and the Marquis have the same class. They just have two different names. Uh, The stats are also, like, subtly different. I don't really know why you would feel the need to compartmentalize them in that way, but that's first edition for you. In the same vein, they make a point that they have some kind of magic user spells, and they can do some fighting like a fighter, and they can do some thief skills. They're kind of a a, a jack-of-all-trades. In 2nd edition, they appear most notably in the Planescape Monstrous Compendium, which was published in 1994. They're pretty much the same, but they do make two interesting points here. One is essentially a drizzed effect, that like one out of every ten Cambians is born either neutral or good and is struggling against the sort of inherent evil of the rest of their kind. The other is that there is a separate creature called an Alufiend that's like the female version of a Cambian, which then therefore meant that all previous Cambians were always male, not something they specified in first edition. So, you know, not great. Interestingly, the Cambion does not appear at all in third edition. I think that's the first monster we've had that was introduced and then basically skipped for an entire edition of the game. But the Cambion does reappear in fourth edition, even in the first monster manual. Uh, there are two variants, as is fourth edition's want. There is the Cambion Hellsword, 
which is pretty metal. But then there's also the Hellfire Magus. Magus? Okay, okay, small tangent. My wife used to work at a used bookstore called Magus Books. Um, or Ma- This is what's so confusing. It's M-A-G-U-S, and they called it uh, Magus, which I don't think is correct. But now, because they called it that, I can never get it right. I can never say if it's Magus or Magus or Magus. Like, I, I, I can't remember how to pronounce that. So if you know how to pronounce the word, please put it in the comments of this episode because it's driven me crazy for years. The point is, in 4th edition, the Cambion has some fun abilities. The Hell Sword has Triumphant Surge, where they get uh, hit points back whenever they bloody someone or knock them unconscious, which is fun. Whereas the Hellfire Magus has a soul mantle that gives them a kind of a nimbus that increases their AC and reflex against ranged attacks specifically. That's a little fiddly, but I feel like that's a cool thing we don't really see here in 5th edition. We'll get into that in a minute. And then, of course, here they are in 5th edition. It's cool to see them back in the Monster Manual. I think they're an interesting addition to the kind of fiend pantheon, right? You have devils and demons and succubus and incubus, which are also kind of separate for some reason. And then you have tieflings, and then you also have cambions. I think they're cool, and I'm glad to see them here in 5th edition. Speaking of, we're going to talk about what we like about the 5th edition cambion. So the first thing that I like about the 5th edition Cambion is is kind of subtle. As I mentioned in the intro, they have absolutely bonkers stats. Let me run these down for you. 18 Strength, 18 Dexterity, 16 Constitution, 14 Intelligence, 12 Wisdom, and 16 Charisma. They have proficiency in Strength, Constitution, Intelligence, and Charisma saving throws, as well as proficiency in Deception, Intimidation, Perception, and Stealth. What I like about this, beyond making them a better player character than any player character, is that it heavily implies these are like role-playing monsters, right? You don't usually give skills like deception or intimidation to a monster unless you're intending for them to be more of a social interaction. Obviously, the Cambion can fight. It's a pretty formidable opponent. But if you look at something like the Bullet or the Bullywug, they really don't even care about their social skills at all. I think this is the first monster we've seen, maybe besides the Angel or the Deva, that whose emphasis is clearly on roleplay and interaction rather than merely combat. And I think that's kind of cool. My next favorite thing is the ability called Fiendish Blessing, where the AC of the Campion includes its Charisma bonus. So it's got a 19 armor class. It is wearing scale mail. But I love the idea of monsters, particularly more overtly supernatural monsters, deriving their ACs from their other ability scores. Kind of like the Monk or the Barbarian who could use their Constitution or Wisdom to influence their armor class. I feel like so many monsters in 5th edition just default to natural armor. I love the flavor of describing this Cambion as as using, like, panache and personality to, like, deflect blows or dodge out of the way of attacks. I love that. It tells you a lot about the character and the monster just from that small, somewhat arbitrary mechanical decision. And then lastly, I think of their abilities, Fiendish Charm is probably the most interesting. It also kind of feels geared towards role-playing, the fact that it lasts for a day, and it's kind of like a a catch-all charm. It isn't as specific as something like Charm Person or Suggestion, right? It's just sort of like the the Cambion is devilishly beguiling. It's easy to see them having sort of like an ensorcelled retainer or bodyguard. It's worth noting, too, that the the wording on Fiendish Charm is such that if the Cambion uses it on a player character, the player character can get hurt 
as long as the Cambian doesn't cause it or the Cambian doesn't give them an obviously suicidal command, you know, you can charm the fighter and hitting the fighter with an attack roll will not break the enchantment. It won't even grant them a saving throw. So it is actually pretty useful in a combat scenario for the Cambian to ensorcel, you know, the, the biggest, dumbest member of the party and turn them back on their companions. And that's the 5th edition Cambian. I think there's plenty to like here, but in a second, we're going to get into the things that I don't like so much about 5th edition's Cambion. Okay, so if I'm honest, I don't super like this monster. There's nothing wrong with it necessarily, but to me, there's something weird about like a super tiefling that is just better than all other creatures across the board with its ability scores. And I feel like the Cambion is also, like, better than a lot of other fiends in terms of its stats and its abilities. It's CR5. Maybe I'm talking out of my butt here. Let me look at some devils and demons. Okay, so I'm leafing through the monster manual right now, and I am maybe talking out of my butt. But what I'm discovering is that the Cambion's powers, you know, its multi-attack, its fiendish charm, its spell-like abilities, its crazy saves and skills, are better than a lot of monsters of roughly its same CR. Like, for example, the Vrak has garbage intelligence, garbage charisma, decent wisdom, the same resistances that the Cambion does. It's one CR higher. It's got a stunning screech, it's got some spores, but then it's just got multi-attack. Like, the Cambion is only half of a fiend, but it seems like it's better at being a fiend than half of the fiends. To me, there's nothing that the Cambion is doing lore-wise or story-wise that either a tiefling or a succubus slash incubus can't do. You know what I mean? I just feel like it's kind of missing a place in the world. The other thing too, and this might feel contrary to what I just said, but from a pure tactical standpoint, the Cambion doesn't have a lot of unique combat abilities, right? It's got some spell-like abilities. It's got multi-attack with a spear for some reason. It's got this fire ray power, which I don't know, does it shoot out of its hand? Does it have laser eyes? Not clear. And it's got fiendish charm, which is cool. Like I said, I think has some tactical utility, but it's not unique to the Cambion. Like that's the, I hate saying succubus slash incubus. So we're just going to say succubus for now. Please understand I am also including the incubus in that. We'll get to that, you know, in the S's. But that's also kind of the succubus's bag, right? Is charming people and beguiling them. So what is the Cambion really doing that is unique to the Cambion? Basically nothing. They're just kind of like, if you need a generic sort of devilly figure, use the Cambion. Which isn't bad, it's just boring. And then lastly, we have the innate spellcasting, which kind of sleepy. We've got three times per day, it can use alter self, command, and detect magic. And then once per day, it can use plane shift on itself only. So once per day, the plane shift is kind of assuming it's like going to or from the nine hells or the abyss or whatever, but it can only go one way. So it either goes to the material plane or it goes from the material plane back to the lower planes. Then for the three times per day, we have Alter Self, which is basically an upgraded disguise self. It lets them change the fact that they have a tail and horns and wings and stuff. Command, I think, has some utility. And then Detect Magic. Detect Magic on a monster? In what context is that going to come up? There's just not a lot here to use in combat or even really in roleplay. Like, what good is Detect Magic? Command, I could see. Alter Self. Plane Shift? Sure. But I feel like there are more potent options that were, that were not using. So let's talk about that. How could we improve the Cambion and make it make more lore sense and also give it some more unique combat powers? 
I think the thing that hangs me up about the lore is that there isn't like a good reason for them to exist. Do you know what I mean? Like if they're the offspring of a mortal and a fiend, why are fiends mating with mortals? What what good does that? I mean, clearly it makes cambions, which are CR5, but why are mortals mating with fiends and why are fiends mating with mortals? What is the function of a cambion? I think what we're lacking here is like a good reason for the cambion to exist. I keep falling back to devils because devils being lawful, it feels like this is something that a devil would do more than a demon, which I always just kind of see as like carnage goblins, right? Like they just want to cause damage and destruction. Like a demon doesn't have an agenda. It's just trying to wreck things. So the idea of them like mating with a human for some nefarious purpose, it just feels more devilish to me than than demonic. So I don't think it's inconceivable that devils or Asmodeus or whoever would have some reason to want to create cambions, that they serve some utility. But I don't see them as being able to do anything more or less that, that a devil couldn't do, a sufficiently high, high enough level devil. It just begs the question of like, what story-wise does a Cambion do that a succubus can't do, narratively speaking? Like a Cambion as a player character idea, where like, hey, rather than being a tiefling in the sense that your people are descent, that like your ancestors made a deal with the Nine Hells, and so you kind of bear the, the scars of that ancient evil pact, if you just said that tiefling was someone who one of their parents was a fiend, then there you go, right? Then they're a Cambion. But that would obviously make them way too powerful if we're going off of these stats. Putting that aside, let's talk about them in combat. I would love for them to have something unique that is exclusively a Cambion thing that isn't either just shooting lasers or kind of doing the, the succubus charm. I, I keep thinking about um, like a halo, like mantle that the fourth edition one has, the soul mantle. It might be kind of cool if they have some sort of a persistent effect like that that either shields them or, or maybe they can put it on you and then it taxes you. Right, it makes you think of the the ill rigor from MCDM, which is kind of like a fiendish paladin, a paladin from hell. And then lastly, I would maybe swap out some of the innate spellcasting abilities for different things. You know, there's some obvious stuff you you could easily pull from kind of like the tiefling spell list, and you could say that they have, you know, thaumaturgy and and hellish rebuke and a few of those things. Uh, we can keep alter self. We can keep command. I might want to punch it up and do like polymorph or or something with a little bit more offensive power eh, plane shift is fine if boring maybe hellish rebuke makes me think maybe the conceit is that like a cambion is kind of like the spoiled brat of hell right that like a cambion is maybe the child specifically of like a of like an arch devil or something you know like when an arch devil falls for a mortal they have these like spoiled princesses and princelings and princesslings <laughs> of uh cambians who kind of run around and so maybe there's some kind of it like rather than hellish rebuke being a spell like ability what if it's like an, a, a passive aura whenever you deal damage to a cambion you know the the archdevil kind of blasts you with fire like how dare you touch my favorite child right fiendish charm could kind of be almost them like carrying their way through hell like getting people to do things for them because you know do you know who my father is like that feels like it has a narrative weight you know my mom randomly had sex with a vrock so here i am you know <laughs> 
<laughs> like, why would that happen? If it's an archdevil, and they specifically make the point about the demon lord Grazd, it could be a demon lord as well, but most of the demon lords I'm thinking of are, you know, Orcus and Demogorgon and Dweeblex, which don't make as good paramours, I don't think. But I kind of like Spoiled Brat of Hell, I think has a cool vibe. Okay, yes, we will iterate on that a little bit more in the stream. Uh, Thursdays at 2 p.m. PST. But I think for now, that's an interesting idea. I think if you bundle it with a hellish rebuke kind of innate power, where every single time you deal damage to the Cambion, you have to make some kind of a saving throw or it blasts you with fire, you know, holy punishment. Maybe they even put some lore thing about someone who kills a Cambion earns like a death mark from that particular Archfiend. Because then it's more about like the foible of the Archfiend in particular, that like, hey, Grazd really likes this mortal and so they have this child, and, and you know, what does that mean? And who is the Cambian's parent? And, yeah, I'm starting to see the kind of story there now. That makes more sense to me. And for some reason, them just being, like, rank-and-file fiends doesn't make sense, but, like, an arch-fiend falling in love with a mortal feels kind of fairy tale esque right? Or Faustian, almost. I like that. Great, so that's the Cambian. Uh, that is our first sea monster. Next week, we have um, a particularly gross but classic monster. We have the Carrion Crawler, which I'm excited to, to burrow into when we get there. But until then, I'm happy to be back. Thanks for listening to The Devil You Know, and happy adventuring. Wait, if I do Devil You Know now, what am I going to do for Devil? Monster of the Week is a ProDM production. You can follow us on Twitter at ProDMTimothy. If you like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Even $1 a month gets you access to the redesigned monsters that we discuss here on the show. You can find us at patreon.com slash ProDM. You can catch those monster redesigned streams Thursdays at 2 p.m. PST on our YouTube channel. The music used in this episode was Rainbow Ride and Waves by Azure Flux, used under an attribution, non-commercial, share-alike Creative Commons license. Check out their work at azureflux.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening.